welcome. This is Luke Burridge, and this is the new uh, Juggling Podcast. I think podcast number ten that we've got here. Um, the last podcast that we did, or I did, um, was I didn't really have a lot of good content in it, and uh, also Polly told me that the recording quality was a bit uh, was a bit rubbish. Uh, but Polly is here with me. Hi, Polly. Hi. And uh, we normally we record this when we're together and we watch television and record it, but uh, we're not at home. We're actually right now in Scotland, in Glasgow, for the Scottish Juggling Convention. We uh, flew over here last week, which was pretty cool. Um, but let's uh, give a few updates of what we've been up to in the past week or so. Um, last week, uh, well, I was still in Sydney and I flew back, and uh, it was quite a good flight back. The plane was almost completely empty, and uh, and so I, I could spread out across three seats and sleep on the way back. But my jet lag now is um, really 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 bad it's not that I'm jet lagged I think that the rest of Europe is lagging behind me I think that's the main problem because I keep waking up at uh, five o'clock in the morning and uh, uh, annoying Polar by doing all the washing up and all the housework before she gets no, up no, there's no problem about <laughs> working it's about working loud oh, okay so uh, so yeah but the one good film really really good film that I watched on the way back was called the De- the departed a Martin Scorsese film with Leo Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, and actually I watched a previous film where the two of them teamed up which was called gangs of New York and it was absolutely crap um, and it lasted really ages have you seen that film yeah I think half of it. Then I decided to stop. Uh, yeah, because it was really crap. But I heard about The Departed and I thought, well, Martin Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio, can't be bothered. But then while I was in um, uh, in in Sydney, I listened to some radio shows and they were saying, oh, yeah, it was the best film of last year and all the acting was fantastic. So I, I watched it on the way back and it is absolutely fantastic. I mean, the, the cast was great. you got Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Matt Damon, but you also got Jack Nicholson, Mark Wahlberg, Martin Sheen, Ray Winston, Alec Baldwin. It's sort of like a, a really... Uh, yeah, I've got them all written down in front of me, Polly. I couldn't just reel them off like that. Um, also, one of the highlights for the film for me was Matt Damon being a baddie. And Matt Damon as a bad guy, I think, is really great. Like in the talented Mi- Mr. Ripley, he, he's really sort of a, a creepy bad guy. Anyway, enough about film re- reviews. Uh, also, want to give a, a quick review um, of uh, some shows that we watched. I mean, uh, I've, I, I saw a show on television. Um, we're called the greatest novelty acts of all time. I want to talk about that, but first of all, Polo went along to. Um, when did you see that? On Sunday night, while I was in Australia. I just want oh, to go okay. through some of the acts because they're quite. Some of them are quite cool. But uh, you went to see um, a, uh, a variety show in Berlin called Sofa Variety, and you said it was really good. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I said, don't tell me about it because we'll record it for the podcast, and you can do a. Uh, um, you know, a review for the podcast. So Polly, take it away. Your review of Sofa Variety. It was an absolutely fantastic show, and normally it's when you go to to Sofa Variety, there's one act that like saves acts, yeah. yeah that saves the show, yeah. so that you say okay it was worth going along because there was that one good act. For example, we saw um, the uh, the Penguin Show. I think we mentioned it a while yeah, ago with that Jeremy show, show. And these two girls, or I'm not sure if the one was a girl, yeah. but <laughs> no, no, it was definitely two, two girls two doing, girls. The, doing the tight ropes and stuff yeah, like that. that so that was a good show. And also, to be sure, we actually performed there last last September. Yeah, did you actually ask me something? Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that we 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 performed at the Sofa Variety, so we were the good act that time. You know, just making a point that time. We were the act that saved it for everyone. <laughs> I have to vomit. Okay, so uh, so blah, tell me about blah, the show. Blah. Tell me about last Sunday's show. <laughs> Really? really? Am I allowed yeah, yeah, to talk? Go, go for it, yeah, Great, go for thank it. you. Um, yeah, and they started off with a really good act, which was a nice start for a sofa variety because I thought normally they start 
with a really slowly boring act and you yeah. don't get into the mood of yeah, a show. Yeah, try and build it up a bit. Yeah. And this time they started with three Diaboloists, which were cool, like really great. And so the energy was... You say three Diabolos, someone doing three Diabolos or three no, Diaboloists? three Diaboloists. Okay. Doing, yeah, sometimes I think three Diabolos. Okay. But, like, they had energy, they had style, they did the Eric one. <laughs> Eric? Yeah, like when he goes down and just speeds the diablo. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know, the, I know the, the kind of thing. It's sort of like homage to uh, the, yeah. the mad French posse yeah. in there as well. Really fun. Um, so good start of the show, and I thought, wow, they they start the show with energy. But then the second act was good as well. What was the second and act? I can't remember. Oh yeah, they were two musicians. Okay. Doing fun music. Yeah, because I mean, there's often good music. Nice acts tact, there, yeah. uh, texts, and and just funny. Yeah. And they came back, I think, once again, and then for the finale. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, and the show just went on really well. Other other juggling acts in the show? Yeah, the finale was Jay Gilligan doing his stuff. Wait, was it good? <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I liked it. First, it was a bit too. Um, how do you call it? Jay. Uh, no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> like. Bit too experimental. Yeah, experimental. That was okay. the word I was looking for. But it did, it did pick up. Stop knocking yeah. the mini disc. Yeah, it was very nice, very good last act. Yeah. So, but the overall sofa variety it was the best sofa variety you've seen yet. Yeah, it was a good show, a really good show, and not a sofa variety show. No. The host was, the host was really bad. But is it the same Jan, host as normal? One? No, oh. Jan was ill, uh, okay. so a guy did Jan's no way. hosting because Jan's hosting only only works because him. because it's him and it's his show he organizes yeah. it so even the beginning when he walks along the stage yeah. he did exactly no so some stuff. someone's just trying to be someone else yeah uh, but like really trying hard <laughs> <laughs> too hard to be someone else but he did i mean for last moment and maybe not finding a house it was good it was a good job oh, okay he just did it he said the names he said who's on next he didn't do like bits between yeah he just did his job and it worked out okay it worked out because the the acts were fine otherwise it would have been a horrible show oh yeah <laughs> if, if you've got a bad host and bad acts you know it can all uh... it was great oh yeah and audrey the the girl uh the c club juggling swinging girl oh yeah yeah i know catacomb yeah she she did perform she's good yes did she do the thing where she lies on yes, her back did. and yeah and she's got this fantastic and i even went to the middle um, between the seats because I couldn't see her. Ah. The stage is so low. And you and knew she, she might do that. I knew she would do that. So, so I ran to the middle and I could mm. see the whole act while yeah. most of the people missed half of the act because she was lying on the floor and rolling down. She was French. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just to say, Audrey is a French dog training at the catacomb. She's got this fantastic trick that she does where she lays on her back and then puts the clubs on her feet and kicks them up, but in a way that, that there's a pattern keeps going and she looks she like, yeah, she's like walking upside down. It's like a really, really well, cool thing. I think it's one of my favorite uh, three club tricks. Yeah, but um, I heard the rumor just to, to give it a <laughs> give it a go. I heard the rumor she just performed there because Jay was performing, and I think that's a really bad thing. Is that true? I said it's a rumor. Oh, okay. But yeah, and no, I could, I could, I can imagine that of, of some people. Yeah, and I think it's bad, like to just go to a show because someone else who's good is performing there. But it works, though. I mean, at the BJC in 2000, Anthony Gatto was was performing. And actually loads of people, 
actually wrote to the organizers and say, hey, Anthony Gatto's in the show. Well, not maybe that's what they said, but they said, hey, we'll come over and perform. And they're like, great. But only so because... maybe it was because of that it was such a good show. Yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic show back at the BJC then back in 2000. But it was like, I mean, the, the opening act was the, um, was the uh, I, know, I think they called them so free, free Fall, the, the Prey Shock, Charlie and someone... Anyway, brothers passing, and they just won the IJA passing competition, uh, uh, teams competition, and then they just came over. I think they performed for free just because they wanted to be in a show. Or it seemed like just because they wanted to be in a show with Anthony Ghetto. Maybe that's uh, yeah. just just the but, way it worked. But if that made a good show at Silverized Variety, Jay should perform every week. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, every month. There's it every month. Anyway, so uh, cool uh, review. Thanks. Let me just go through some of the things that I saw last week on on TV. Um, in Australia on Channel 7 or whatever it was there was a show called The Greatest Novelty Acts of All Time featuring footage from the uh, Ed Sullivan show um, Ed Sullivan I, I guess uh, a chat show host in the in the six, 50s and 60s and 70s in the American loads of great novelty acts and stuff uh, but this was part two I don't know how often it is maybe it's like once a year or something to do this but uh, uh, the, the host of the show really really bad this woman called Denise Drysdale never seen her outside of Australia Actually, maybe it's because I don't watch a lot of TV but uh, yeah her character or her sort of style of presenting was really really annoying she just said you know the, how they do on those clip shows as well how they have those really really bad jokes I don't even think they're bad jokes they're just bad lines and things anyway and also when she was introducing the acts she got the names on and she'd say hey this is Bob and his wife or this is this and because I knew some of the names of the acts and she was just talking crap <laughs> really really crap but they had this maybe the footage didn't have any names attached to the footage anyway I'll just go through some of the favorite acts that I had there um, there was this daredevil Bob who did archery and crossbow uh, and, he, and he fires crossbow bolts and archery bolts at his wife while he's blindfolded and I've always presumed that's a that's a, just a trick it's just like a magic trick what do you think have you ever, ever seen that when they do like crossbow up into people's heads above people's heads I've always uh, thought it was a juggling trick but not a juggling trick like a magic trick it's just like a, a gimmicked bow and arrow with I don't know how it would work but uh, it looked like it was all for reals um, also there was um, Rudy Horn doing stacking teacups while uh, while on the. Do, do you remember when we saw Dieter Tasso at the uh, yeah. the, the thing there? Anyway, he's the yeah he he throws the cups up and stacks them on his head. Um, he's pretty much just taking Rudy Horn's act and kicking cups up, but of course he does a lot more comedy. Anyway, Rudy Horn does it on a on an eight foot unicycle and uh, still kicks the cups up and catches them on the head. So who did steal it from who? I don't know. I mean, it's the same style of act, you know, kicking things up and catching on the head. Of course, with lots Dieter of... Tasso, it's more, he doesn't need that unicycle because you're not sure if he's standing up right. Yeah, yeah, I know, because he's all over the place. <laughs> he's he's like, like, do you know he used, to, he used to do uh, that on a, on on a, a tightrope? He did it on a oh, cruise yeah. ship. Uh, no, he did it on tightrope, and then he got a gig on a cruise ship, and he couldn't do the the cup stacking while on the tightrope because on a unicycle you can balance like dynamically, but as on a, no, not tightrope, a slack rope, he couldn't do it at all. Um, and uh, so he did it without it and uh, it went down so well because then he could communicate he could look more at the audience and he says from then on he just uh, he did it without the uh, without the, the tightrope and it always went down a lot better which I think is great just getting rid of technical ability just to do you know get more connection with the audience uh, and then there was Bob Branson doing hoop rolling um, which was pretty good but he was introduced as Alan somebody which is a bit weird um, roller skate act not a good comedy tightrope act can't remember what that was trampolining meh it's okay uh, oh yeah there was a um, I you just went to mention the ones yeah yeah like. but you there was I, I can't remember like mention things that you don't care yeah no about. but I'm just looking looking through some of these ones um, 
oh yeah, there's a plate, plate juggling. This was meant to be the greatest novelty act of all time, but it was just like, oh look, we found this juggling act which has a really bad drop and a really bad recovery. This guy juggling plates and he drops the plates and then almost falls over on stage trying to bow to the audience. Really weird stuff. Um, there was a great hat uh, hat juggling and then a roller bowler thing um, where they got the stacked up. But the end routine was the two guys and they got a football and they were both on the roller bowler and then they put the football on the lower one's head and the other one then did a headstand on top of the other guy's head without hands just with the football between them really? and, and it's not just a roller bowl on the floor they're already on a table so there's like it's too high stack one of them upside down with just just balance it was just absolutely really? amazing and apparently these guys back in the 50s were like the top paid variety act in the whole of las vegas and I've never seen them before. I can't remember the names. I don't even think they mentioned the names. Maybe if someone gets a recording of that. But it really was worth seeing. Um, and there's a, a few like physical comedy things with a roller bowler in, which I pretty much want to steal and put in my act. Finally, the last thing was this was this uh, rhythmic gymnastics thing. He had 16 girls with two balls each, one white ball and one red ball. And when you get lots of people doing the same thing, it looks fantastic, you know. And this was two ball juggling, and it looked really it good. Doesn't work always. Doesn't always work, but these. Do you remember? These, I, I can't remember which show it was, but like 16 girls from Japan doing Diablo, it doesn't make it any better. What did we see? When did we see that? Maybe I saw it with, with someone else. But I know, but you just get lots of, lots of things and the balls are going up at the same time, down at the same time, and left and bounce and bouncing at the same time. And it did look really, really effective. Not anything fantastic, but it was, uh, it was a good end to the show and it just shows how like, simple choreography and simple ideas when you get enough people doing it at the same time uh, can work really well. I mean, pure like international juggling orchestra kind of stuff going on. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, quite a, an interesting TV show, um, but not actually good as good as seeing things live. And talking about live, I'm really enjoying being back in Berlin because there's cool juggling already. We went to the juggling club and we went to the catacombs to train and things like that. And it's already great to be back in Berlin. But also there's some sh upcoming shows that I just want to mention in Berlin, which is which look really, really good. Uh, what should we talk about first? This one, next weekend, 17th of February, which I think is Saturday, here in Kreuzberg. Well, not here in Kreuzberg, but where we live in Kreuzberg. We've got uh, Jay Gilligan, Eric Nilsson, and Ben Richter, or Ben Smalls, whatever you want to call him, um, doing their full show. So I'm really uh, looking... They? Where will they perform? It's in the Kabawatsi, Circus Kabawatsi tent, oh, yeah. um, down at, um, wherever it is, uh, I can't remember the name of the park down there. What's the name of the park? Gurlitzer Park? Gurlitzer Park. Anyway, so they're, they're performing down there, one night only, uh, really looking forward to uh, seeing that show, um, because, the, you know, Eric Nielsen is a drummer, and Jay Gilligan, that's sort of the, you know, the Novu Novu remix that they did at Convention, and you missed... Oh, they are doing the same show. I don't think it's the same show. They're calling it Reflex, but it's the same two guys. So I'm thinking it's going to be oh, sort cool. of yeah, the same. Oh, cool! Yeah, I haven't seen that. So I'm really looking forward to that, and uh, we'll definitely d give a, a good in-depth review of that show for the uh, the podcast next week, because next week's podcast is, is after that one. So we'll do that. But most importantly, at the Vintergarden, if it will be good. If it will be good. If it's not a great show, we'll um, we'll, we'll mention just not it. Not mention it again. Yeah, but maybe I'll, I'll interview uh, Ben Richter or something after the show. Talk did about you, him. Did you? Interview Jay Gilligan already. I haven't. I've not seen him since I started doing these. Why you uh, don't do that? Well, maybe I'll interview because Jay as well. Be away after that again, but Ben is. Yeah, of course, Ben. I'll Berlin, probably, I'll so probably meet him a few times. Yeah. Um, Try to get Jay. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe Eric. I think it'll be interesting uh, interviewing uh, Jay's drummer. <laughs> I think so. Can I talk to him? Get the rumors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, wow. we'll I'll see. do that. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, let's let's move on to this other show that we really want to see. Got this information. Where did you get this this flyer from? 
did, from the winter garden. Oh, you picked it up from the winter garden? Yeah, because I'm exhibiting next to it. Oh, yes, of course. And Polar. Yeah, great I'll news for Polar is that. Tony <laughs> and get some free tickets. Didn't work. I just haven't had the time to actually ask. Maybe, him. maybe if we go along. And I thought just, it would just be a bit, bit of strange just a bit of background. You were in Australia, and I yeah, thought yeah. when I go along to meet Tony, <laughs> it might sound a bit strange. Oh yeah, Luke is in Australia. Can I have a show to this? Yeah, because I've missed that. Normally, what me and Polly do, we, we we have this idea that we don't really want to pay to get in and see any good big variety. Mainly shows. because we don't have the money. Well, yeah, I mean, because these like the Vintergarden. Let's just have what the ticket prices here. They start the tickets start at what twenty euros each or something, and go up to like eighty euros yeah, but each or something like, like that. Behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the curtain or in the toilet. Yes, yeah, so tickets start at nineteen euros um, or thirty euros for Fridays and Saturdays. So I mean, it's quite expensive to go to these big shows, but it is worth it. But we often know people who are performing in the shows um, or can get tickets to them in some way which is always good fun um, and Polo went in there because Polo's got a, a new exhibition um, which is uh, her art exhibition at the at an art gallery right next to the Wintergarden Variety Theatre which is pretty cool anyway so you picked up this flyer and I had a little one look at it and thought this looks fantastic and um, what we have is uh, an Anatoly Zalaveski um, who is a fantastic um, hand the balance, best. just the best hand balance. So you've probably seen his photos. He's the guy who takes his shirt off while he does it, always in white costumes, and he looks like, like the top half of like him looks. Like, yeah, he is. He is a superhero. I mean, his superpower is balancing in weird ways, and, and he's surely it's not possible. Yeah, in impossible ways. And uh, if there's a way that that stops crime in the world, he should be in some kind of superhero troupe. Anyway, what he's got is got his own superhero troupe because it's not just him in the show. He's actually the director of the show. They've got some of the choreographer and things like that. But what you have, let me just have a quick look down here. We've got um, 16, is it 16? No, a, a group of 20 uh, artists from Kiev. Now, Kiev has got a fantastic circus school. I think it's got two circus schools, one training facility, and, and the other one is really, really good as well. And loads of top-flight jugglers and really, really good acts come from this Kiev circus school, including people like Victor Key um, and uh, a guy who was at the... Uh, at the um, at the uh, EJC the other uh, a few years ago, Leonid uh, Petrovsky or something like that, who, who juggled the triangles. You remember him, Pony? Anyway, so lots of really good stuff. They got some fantastic choreographers and directors down there, and it's pretty much 20 artists from Kiev in one show, and no hosts, you know, no words or anything. They just get up there and do it, and it looks absolutely fantastic. Of course, I've only seen the pictures so far, but the set looks good because I think. I think you see this thing here. Do you think that's going to be the set in the background? I think it looks good. I anyway. don't think so. I think no? it's his promo photo. You think? No, because this is these are like the guys. I'm sure they are. Because this is this this Do you is. Think so? Yeah. That would be. Great. Oh, I don't know. Um, also, there's this there's this duo um, acrobatics act which we called uh, Duo Iroshinunokov who performed at the. Um, at the which, which show were they Monte at? Carlo? Oh, the Monte Carlo Circus a few two years ago. ago. Two years ago, uh, which we which we really really enjoyed their act, and then we're going to see them live as well. Um, we've got this guy who juggles uh, staff, um, another guy who juggles ping pong balls, and and what's his name? Mikhail Usov, never heard of him before, but he juggles ping pong balls and bounces on pots and pans and does music stuff. Also, another guy uh, called Taras Podznidnikonov. Um, was it? Or so. Or something like that. And he has a German wheel act with juggling. And the picture of him is upside down, juggling three hoops while upside down in... Three big hoops. Yeah, three big hoops. And this is, a, this is an idea that, you know, everyone's had. All jugglers who have ever seen anyone do, like, German wheel. It's like, hey, we'll do juggling, 
and German wheel at the same time and as we turn over we'll juggle upside down at the same time so that's actually and it looks like loads of other acts so as well superhero. he is another superhero and there's like a, a six-person dance troupe as well who are probably going to be fantastic oh, I love dancing. and um, and lots of other good stuff we've got roller bowler and more acrobatics and more hand balancing and of course they'll probably but be we'll talk about that when we have seen yeah but the thing is we don't of course they're all from Kia we don't know anyone in the show are you getting paid for advertising no it just it just looks fantastic and I think it's just going to be worth it you know booking our tickets and just going along there paying 40 euros and, and just for the two of us to go along there because it does look just so fantastic or maybe um, we'll we make our night out of that yeah we'll, we'll go it'll, for dinner it'll be a date nicely <laughs> and it, it'll be good or maybe I'll get in contact with, uh, with my uh, with the press was it the press secretary that I got to know she gave us free tickets once so maybe I'll call her again maybe I don't know we'll see how it goes so there's the two shows that we're we're really really looking forward to seeing um, what else have we got down here as well oh yeah that runs until the end of end of April so we've got uh, uh, quite a lot of uh, information so here we are at the at the Scottish juggling convention uh, we flew here yesterday Paula I just want you to talk about a little bit about the uh, the this uh, this workshop that you did a while ago uh, last it's weekend it's not a work last weekend Paula a bit of background is completely afraid of flying she just doesn't do it she went what seven eight years without flying or something like that yeah because you're so scared and uh, when we had to fly last year it was like a huge effort getting Paula to agree to go anywhere we're flying and, and get on a plane and like taking pills three days beforehand and get on a really sweaty hands and breaking my hand because you're so afraid and gripping my hand so much um, so to get around this wearing to get around this you signed up for a uh, uh, a workshop yeah like a being afraid of flying seminar so I went along last week and it was all really cool I learned a lot of technical stuff about planes like why they can't fall down and what and, and what goes wrong with them and what doesn't go wrong with them yeah things like that but the next day we went on a flight, like with our tutor or however to call him. And I was allowed into the cockpit, which was, I think, one of the nicest experiences in my whole life. So from absolutely shitting myself, I, I nearly started crying because it was so great. But the best thing about it is I was allowed to stay in the cockpit for the landing. So I was sitting between the two pilots with these headphones on my ears. And yeah, I got a big seat belt like around my chest and my, how do you call that? Waist? Waist, yeah. Waist. And yeah, I was sitting there while, la while the landing and I got all the information over the headphones and I had my own little microphone to talk to the pilots. And it was just great. It was fantastic. I know this is this has been my dream, or one of my dreams is to sit in a in the cockpit and just sort of like see what the pilots are doing. But I, the first time I ever flew in a big plane, uh, like long, like in a in a jet, was um, was for the Israeli convention when I went over there. I think 2002, which is of course after you know 2001 and September 11th. So of course nobody's allowed in cockpits or anything. And so for Polo to get <laughs> into a <laughs> plane, no yeah, nearly nobody. So Polo get is not just into the cockpit, but while the plane is landing and getting to chat between the pilots. Yeah, getting to chat to the pilots and uh, you know yeah, see what's I, happening. 
I called them by their first name after three minutes. Oh, that's cool. Savannah and and also, you say you had the radio on, so you were listening to all of the, the radio traffic yeah. between them and the tower and the air traffic control, which is just fantastic. So, of course, this time when we when we flew yesterday, set off, of course, we were we were late getting in as well because I completely mistimed it and uh, we didn't pack and we, we left stuff at home, which is a bit silly. I was so angry. I know, it? but we managed to get, because this is the we one thing. We nearly missed the plane. Yeah, we didn't nearly miss and it. And one of my rules for flying for for being relaxed no, yeah, with afraid. flying is be early just get yourself into the mood of flying mm. be calm and then we were and running we were down the running and <laughs> rushing and uh, panicking but it was good we, we made it there and we flew over no problem as well but then we got into uh, we got into glasgow a little bit early um, we had a few hours to kill so we went into the city center we looked for this art gallery that probably wanted to see this artist but uh, he wasn't exhibiting at the right time but it was quite interesting and then we decided you know we'll walk along to the venue for the Scottish Luke well I thought you know we'll walk alongside the river you know in the city it'll be a great nice river walk. a nice river oh, walk yeah, the thing that, is the only the only river I've ever seen in Glasgow is when we're actually down here where the like the day venue is and it's all these fantastic futuristic buildings and things but the the, the bit of the river actually through the city centre is just absolute crap it's like just a just a shithole really I mean there's no two ways about it it was so nasty and uh, and of course Polo's taken the piss out of me for recommending but we did stop and drink some tea um, and uh, and then we actually got to the uh, the venue itself now the Scottish Juggling Convention uh, we're not going to go into a lot of that right now um, we'll uh, We'll, that will we'll hold that, uh, maybe interview some stuff, but just my goals for the convention. Uh, of course, we're here to perform. We're doing our Art of Juggling routine, um, which should be good fun. Also, I want to promote the British, juggling, the British Young Juggler of the Year show. Um, and already I've seen this one actually young girl here. Well, not she's not yeah, young. Yeah, I'm I wearing guess. a T-shirt to, to promote it. Have you got it on now? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, no, you haven't. <laughs> but yeah, it's a podcast. Nobody can see what you look like. And exactly. But uh, but there was this what there was one young girl here. I haven't actually talked to her yet, but she looks really really good at juggling. I mean, she's fantastic, and she's got a real classic circus juggling style. I just saw her run through a routine. So hopefully she's going to be under twenty one and coming along to the British Young Juggler. Oh, she's of the year. a good liar. Oh, she's a good liar. Because if she tells me that she's uh, under twenty one, maybe 21, I should go before. Yeah, maybe maybe and mention tell her. But she's I, I, I don't know. I don't know her name, but she's at university, so the chances are that she might be under twenty one. Um, um, so, uh, yeah, she's good. And I'll see if I can get other people signed up for the British Young Juggle of the Year. Um, for there. Uh, also, want to record, of course, we want to record this podcast while we're here as well. We're meant to be looking at juggling, but the venue, the day venue here, um, has been a bit of a mix-up. And it's normally this is a fantastic venue, really, really high ceiling, but half of it's been closed off. And they've got a new entrance here at the Science Centre. It's all a bit weird. I'll maybe talk about that more in a review kind of podcast if we do one of this, uh, this oh, convention. Not. Maybe, I'm not sure. Um, also, yeah, and, and record maybe some other um, audio. There's Marco Bonissimo here, who is um, a big influence in mine and Polar's life because the first ever, uh, the first time we actually got together um, at the, the first event, which we like kissed and stuff, was at an event Marco organized, the Dutch Juggling Championships, like two years ago. So it's coming up to our uh, second anniversary as... Um, as a couple yeah we have to go to him and thank him yeah for that. as well yes have you done that? no i haven't no. done it yet but we will we, do that. we will talk so i, I want to see if i can get an interview with him because uh, he's quite a cool guy and um, and there's some other people here and i'd like to for 
Yeah, and very important for us as well. Uh, so I'll get, maybe get an interview with him. And also, one of the big, big things for me is uh, it's been a few years since I've been at the Scottish Juggling Convention, and they have this uh, haggis world record attempts every year with three, four, five haggises. And um, last time I was here, I, I managed to break the haggis world records, uh, but they've, rec they've been broken since then as well. So a big goal for me is to get at least the five ball, not the five, the five haggis record, the three haggis record, no, the, maybe not the three haggis record because that's like, takes a long time, but certainly the three and the so four and five. So a great juggler. So yeah, I, great can, I, I can say I, I've broken the haggis juggling record three times, not just two. And also I'm going to see if I can do six haggis. I mean, they're, they're like 50, no, 500 grams each or something, a really I'll weird shape. i try the three yeah? Three haggis. Well, You're going to go maybe. for that, yeah. yeah I think so as well. Depending. I think you should do two. Um, and so I'm going to see if I can do six because I'm a lot better. Yeah, we can pass I'm, some. Yeah, maybe. I'm a lot better at six, six juggling six um, now than I was two years ago when I last tried six haggis. So um, hopefully that will work out. Oh, yeah, actually, Mario and Paul is passing. We, we actually tried eight clubs for a long time. Normally we just do uh, eight club passing. We do ten, ten passes each and stop. 10 passes and stop, get it really solid, and it really does work. And last night we thought, hey, we'll just... Except that I can't count. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he never actually stops at the right time. And I say, um, but we tried it last night and got like over 100 passes, uh, which is by far our best record, but uh, felt really good. We had a really good juggling session yesterday and when we practiced on Wednesday and on Tuesday actually it's been working out really, really well, uh, our juggling as well. So there's It was good to have a break. <laughs> What? Well, Why you weeks. were away? Yeah. While I was uh, over in, in Australia. So I think that's pretty much all of the notes that I've got here as well. Just make, just make sure. Yep, I think that's that's pretty much it. Um, so this is this is Juggling Podcast number 10. Um, tune in, same time, same place next week where we'll have hopefully some interviews with people. Not same place. Not same place, no. But uh, they, they get it on the same place on the internet. In other words, iTunes. Wow, that's a crap getting out of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll be back in Berlin next week. We'll have some interviews, hopefully, with some jugglers who we meet here at the Scottish Convention. Maybe a review of the... Jonathan uh, over and Bill and Michael. Yes, Am I yes, okay, yeah, Team Rootberry here, so I'll definitely want to interview them. I've just been talking to uh, John as well, and he gave us some funny funny stories about the last time he was in Scotland. Uh, first ever I street I shows that I'd they wanted like to, to do. I to have a podcast about... Like, we, we talked about that yesterday. Like, what did you get for your juggling? Funny juggling stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll we do that. We yeah. should collect these stories and make a nice podcast. Okay, maybe we'll do that as well because there's some very funny stories about people getting out of parking tickets and speeding tickets by juggling and things. There's or lying. Or just lying, <laughs> yeah. There was some good stuff there. So, um, yeah, uh, uh, hopefully a more exciting show next week. This has just been catching up on stuff and show reviews and previews. Uh, next week we'll have a lot more interviews and, uh, and more travel stories, hopefully, as well. And I want to have a podcast about the experience of the first street shows people did. Yeah, because like you heard my story uh, in last week's podcast. When I talked about how me and my brother did... Well, you not you weren't even listening last week. I, 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 I did listen. No, I just thought of it because that was a topic yesterday Oh, yeah, because well. what John was saying, Jonathan was saying as well. Yeah. Okay, so ideas for new podcasts coming up in the future. Um, street shows, things you've got out of with juggling, uh, and some more interviews and show reviews as well. So, uh, catch you guys last week. Uh, last week? Catch you guys next week, I think that's what I meant to say. Um, this has been Juggling Podcast number 10. Uh, recorded live at the Scottish Juggling Convention with people dropping clubs all around us. So, uh, see you later. And it's our one-year anniversary of our act. Oh, yes, of course, yeah, because we're performing here. The first time we ever performed our Art of Juggling routine was... Uh, one year ago. One, one year ago. So, um, at the Brockler Park Variety. Did you go to that? No, you didn't. 
No, no we just yeah, missed well, that as well. Oh yes, of course. So um, yeah, finally, really saying goodbye this time. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, and now. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Kissing world peace. Kissing world peace. Thank you.